Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I want to start today with a quick story. So the other day, I was putting my five-year-old son to bed, and we were reading Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. For those of you who don't know it, it's a book about this little boy who goes about his day, and everything is wrong from a little kid's perspective. He wakes up with gum in his hair. His mom forgets to pack him dessert in his lunch. He goes to the dentist after school and has a cavity, etc., right? So we're about to finish the book. And my son actually finishes it for us. One of the last lines in the book is, some days are like that. And as he peacefully falls asleep, I'm lying there wide awake contemplating life, right? I started thinking a lot about this concept of good days and bad days and how I think a lot like that too. But what if instead of whole days, we started thinking of life in moments? Because we all know that the days are really long. I know this is a super cliche thing that we talk about all the time, but let's face it, very few people actually do this. Why? Because it's really freaking hard. So why moments? Because they come and they go. They're not as definitive or as black and white as whole days. If you've ever had the pleasure of witnessing a toddler's temper tantrum, you'll see that one minute they're screaming, kicking, throwing themselves on the floor, and then you give them a popsicle and they like totally recovered as if nothing ever happened. That was a tough moment, but none of our entire days are completely ruined because of it. There's something so absolute, I think, about saying that was a bad day. When you say that was a bad moment, it feels a little more freeing because it will be over soon. Whereas the day itself is long and sometimes it feels like it will never end, especially when you're stuck in this negative headspace. When you say, I'm having a bad day, It's like you've already given into the day being bad, even if there's more day left. And then it becomes the self-fulfilling prophecy, which is exactly what Alexander did in the book. And yes, I'm aware it's a kid story, but I do it too. I emotionally hold on to all the things that happen, which just accumulate over time. and, And I think contribute to this victim mentality that I get stuck in a lot. It's so easy to want to give up and chalk up a string of rough moments as a bad experience. It's harder, and dare I say, brave of us, to think of things as moments that pass. We need to take the pressure off ourselves to have a good day all the time. We need to normalize the waves of good and not so good moments that happen throughout the day, I think, instead. This can be especially hard, though, in our culture with social media. It seems like everyone is always having good days. And when I say this out loud, I realize how totally crazy that is to take one picture from someone's highlight reel and assume this is how their life is all the time. But we all do it. We just got to admit it. It's literally impossible, though, to have everything go your way all the time. Yet we live in a culture where it seems like it's the norm. And we actually feel bad about ourselves when it's not the case. Like there must be something wrong with us. 
I think this concept is even more extreme when you have kids. I know I struggle to admit to myself that my days aren't always sunshine and unicorns, especially in the summer right now when everyone seems to be at the beach enjoying themselves, traveling somewhere cool, or just doing something fun all the time, right? I don't know about you, but I don't have the energy to do something fun all the time. Some days the struggle just to get myself and my family dressed and out of the house is too much that I don't even bother. But I would be lying if I said that I don't get jealous when I see other people having fun. And it's not that I can't admit that my life isn't always great. It's that I don't want to because the world makes you feel like you're not good enough if you're not always having a great time or doing something awesome. Again, it's like this constant competition, but this time it's for who's having the best day. And it's not our fault. We're socialized to think like this. There's also this expectation or illusion even, I think, that once you accomplish something or you've checked a box, that you're all set. Like, you've got this thing now, so everything must be right in your world. I know I'm talking very vaguely, so let me give you an example. Like, okay, from the outside looking in, I have the kids. They're healthy, fed, dressed. They're in their schools. My husband and I are both working good jobs. And the perception is that everyone must be doing great. There's no problems. Everyone's settled. Everyone's productive. And we're happy. So our days must be good. This is what we're striving for, right? It's like we've created this expectation that things must be good once we've accomplished certain hurdles and done the hard part. So now it should just be smooth sailing from here. Almost like our life is a movie, and once the adversity is over, we will live happily ever after. This is a big theme for me, and I'm guessing a lot of other perfectionists too. If you can't tell already, right, this is stuff that goes through my head. As much as I love movies with happy endings, I always get a little resentful at the end. I want to know what happens next to the story. Like, what happens when the happy couple gets in a fight because they both have serious anxiety around different things? What about if someone in the family gets sick and one of them is processing lots of emotions from childhood? I guess I want to see more real life glamorized on the big screen so I can feel less alone. Where's the real emotions, those hard feelings like regret, doubt, jealousy, frustration, anger? They don't, they're not there, right? That, but that's why it's a movie. Getting back to my point, I compare my life to what I see on the screen and I, and I begin to feel shame for even having real emotions in the first place because everything is supposed to be good right now. We surpassed that adversity. We made it to the other side. This is what we're taught, right? This is a big thing for perfectionists. We like to set expectations for ourselves and for others, which can be virtually impossible to live up to. This is why we're often left feeling disappointed because the expectations are unrealistic to begin with. And we also need to stop thinking of life like a movie because it's not. It doesn't just end on a happy note. I know I'm going on a little tangent here, but it's important. The point is that we don't need to have the whole day go right all the time. And we don't need to set those expectations for ourselves that it should be. The hardest thing for me, I think, to learn is to be okay with things not being right all the time. I need to slowly move away from that black and white and tiptoe ever so slightly into the gray. But it feels so, so uncomfortable for me. And getting back to my earlier point, I think this is what bravery is. 
It's so much easier to do things the way we've always done them, even if they make you feel bad or aren't necessarily healthy for you. But it's hard to acknowledge what can be really painful to us and even harder to actually do something about it. In a messed up way, it's easy to put pressure on ourselves and focus on the negative. What's easy and comes naturally, though, can actually be detrimental to us. But what is hard can be so good for us. So let's start to challenge this concept of good days and bad days and instead wholly embrace the good and not so good moments, knowing that they're fleeting. No one actually remembers whole days in their entirety anyway. There's this famous quote, um, we do not remember days, we remember moments. We remember the moments because of their emotional intensity, both on the positive side and on the negative side. But no matter how rough the moment gets, the next moment is a new chance at something different. I think if we just hang on with all our might during those really rough times and try not to fall into the negative victim spiral, completely succumbing to a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day, then we'll get to that next better moment quicker. And when it comes, we'll be ready for it. Okay, you guys, thanks for listening. If anything in this episode resonates with you, please share with a friend. And it would be awesome if you could you could write me a review because the more reviews I get, the more people I'm able to reach. You can also follow me on Instagram at Money Isn't Scary. Thanks so much. 